You're listening to Film School, broadcasting every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time at KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California, and on the web at KUCI.org slash filmschool. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. In his new film, The Maid, our guest today, director Sebastian Silva, follows the story of how a maid who has worked for over 20 years in one affluent Chilean household rediscovers herself. The film is a microcosm of Latin social hierarchy while also focusing on one woman's journey to free herself from a mental servitude of her own making. Winner of the 2009 Sundance Film Festival's World Cinema Jury Prize Dramatic and World Cinema Jury Special Jury Prize for Acting, The Maid opens Friday, October 23rd at the Sunset Five in Los Angeles and is an official selection of the 2009 Los Angeles Latino Film Festival. It'll show there tomorrow, Wednesday, October 14th, followed by a question-and-answer session with Silva. Sebastian Silva, welcome to Film School. And I'm happy to be um, releasing my film here in the West Coast. Oh, very good. Uh, and, and you're in L.A. right now? I'm in L.A. right now. I'm, uh, yeah, lying on the carpet of the Standard Hotel. <laughs> very good. Have you, been yeah. treated, have you been treated well here so far? I want to be sure. So far, so good. Not yeah. the weather. A storm is coming. Oh, uh, yeah. You were scared. You, yeah. We all, we, that's how we get people in here. We say it's going to be sunny. And then, exactly. Yeah. And then I it's... brought my bikini and everything. And, uh, yeah. Well, I'm, no I'm, sun. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, tell me, how did, you, this, how did you first run into The Maid? What was the story uh, behind the making of The Maid here? Well, yeah, that's interesting. It's, it's pretty much based on a, on a true story, to tell you the truth. And uh, it's, a, it's based on a real experiences that I went through while growing up. Uh, I, lived, I lived with, with uh, maids. There was always a maid at my family house. Which uh, it might it might sound a little rare, but it's actually is not in South America. It's it's fairly common to have a maid, especially for like middle class and uh, like middle upper class. It's not j- like here in the states, like extremely wealthy people have maids. In South America, it's a common kind of phenomenon. So uh, I, I nevertheless, I was totally is struck by uh, the the weirdness of living with someone that is not part of your family, but it's there with you 24-7, serving you food and eating by herself in the kitchen. You know, there's yeah. a lot of social aspects that are extremely uncomfortable. So um, um, that's one of the reasons I made the film, was to kind of exercise this yeah. weird emotional clumsiness that I had with the maid mm-hmm. not, that not I grew up with. And the other one is that this... I don't know if you, you guys saw the film. Both oh, of yeah, you? absolutely, yeah. Oh, okay, good. So when, uh, uh, yeah, the, the, the story between Lucy and Raquel, Raquel is the main character, I mean, for the people that haven't seen the film, and Lucy is another maid that comes uh, help her. Like that story, that human mm-hmm. story actually took place. So uh, that was, like, really inspiring. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, to so, see so... how, like, love could really change someone so uh, drastically. Now, this was an experience that, that from the maid that was... In your home at the time, or is someone you're telling? Yeah, not at the time that I was there, but it happened afterwards. Oh, geez, well that's 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 a wonderful story, and and I want to say too, it's it's a it's a beautiful film. I the the acting is just incredible, and 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 the pacing is wonderful. The story being told is also wonderful. It's just a a fine 
you know, small film because it's, you know, it's, we're talking about one person who, who has a job, which is of, in, in some sense and not of huge consequences. And, and yet you, you tell really a universal story within it. Have, did you, have you, uh, the relationship you had with the writer, Pedro Pedrano, is it? Mm-hmm. it uh, how did that work out in telling the story? Uh, well, I came with the idea since it was based on like kind of like family a family story, you know. Uh-huh. And I I co-wrote my first screenplay with him, my first feature film, which is called Life Kills Me. And uh, he's an amazing writer. He has like a very uh, um, strong academic background, and he's just a, a very lucid storyteller. So uh, when I told him the idea, he really liked it, especially because it was not just a mere anecdote about like. Social, uh, I mean, like, uh, like, um, it was. It wasn't just a story about employees and employers, yeah. but it was uh, a very deep emotional story between um, yeah. uh, these women, uh, these mates. You know, so that caught his attention. And uh, before, I mean, after I wrote a treatment of the story that I thought it could be the one for the film, he sort of like restructured the story and make it into a more understandable like story for audiences uh-huh. and not such as such a personal thing you know you always have to like add a little fiction to make it into a good film so yes. it's not just um based on true facts there's fiction to the characters and there was never a fist fight uh <laughs> on, on my mother's bed you know yeah That's <laughs> part of the fiction yes yes uh, uh, did, did he have a maid in his family and just he did, but it, he didn't have a living maid, which is the portrait that I'm yeah. doing, you know, which is a, a, it's, it's pretty different. I mean, uh, that's, that's a phenomenon that I find it's extremely rare, and it has, like, this a bitter sort of, like, flavor of slavery, too, you know? Yeah. Uh, to have a living maid that's 24-7 available for your needs, you know? Yes. He didn't have that, uh, but he did have a, a, a lady that was like serving the, uh, his family for over like 30 years but wow. she would go and like work there and leave she wouldn't stay there she would have a family yeah. it was not the same case you know but he could totally relate to the uncomfortableness of having a, an employee that it, uh, sort of like feels part of the family but it's really not mm-hmm. now I, I wanted to ask in the, is intended or not the story it, it, there's a class element to the story. It's not a, it's not a huge class distinction, but there is a kind of a, especially with the father who is obviously, uh, you know, has time to go play golf and other things, and and the the mother and the or the the wife and the and the 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 grandmother. They they obviously have a certain station in this film. Um, was that was that part of what you were trying to convey in the film? Was that that sort of clash of uh, yeah, I mean, that's implicit. It was not, like, my main goal with the film. It was never to, like, give uh, a social statement or a polit- or po- political statement, you know? Yeah. But uh, since I was, like, portraying uh, an, a bourgeois kind of a family, I was um, it was going to be there anyway. And the social class is, uh, clash is pretty clear. I mean, you can totally tell how illiterate uh, the maids are. You know the Peruvian maid and the, and well, especially Raquel. You know, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I mean, but uh, but it was not 
it was not my goal, and I, I don't think I'm I'm saying anything new about social social um, clash. You know, no. I, I don't think I don't think I'm making like a like an interesting statement about that. You know, mm. I think the force, the strength of my film is more based on a. Uh, the emotions and the feelings that Raquel holds towards herself and others. Now, I, the reason I brought it up, and I agree, with, I, I, that's the sense I had from the film, is this is a very subtle film. It's a very, uh, it, it's, there's nothing, uh, it, it's, you feel as if you are in the home watching uh, this story unfold. And I, I didn't mean to imply that this is kind of a, a strong political statement. It's just simply, it is an inevitable part of the dynamic exactly. that's a, of the I story. Mean, that's exactly how I feel. And I, and yeah. I uh, don't get me wrong. Like, I think it's great that movies have political statements and, yeah. and they can like uh, show how, and like the injustices, you know, I totally, I, I'm, I'm totally pro that, but uh, it's, it's not what I tried to do in the oh, film, yeah. but it's there, and I knew it was there. I was not oblivious to the, the yeah. matter, you know, yeah. but... Uh, well, well, I want to remind our listeners, we're speaking with Sebastian Silva. The film is The Maid, or Nana? Uh-huh. La Nana. La Nana, La Nana. And, uh, it, and it can be seen... Uh, it'll open this Friday uh, here in uh, Los Angeles. Uh, it's on a, the 23rd. Are I'm we, sorry. We, I, pardon me. Uh, you're getting, and tomorrow night we'll be at the uh, Los Angeles Latino Film Festival. Right. Uh, and where exactly is that? Where is it showing? Do you know the it, theater name? Is, Chinese. It's the Chinese Chinese, oh, the Chinese 6. Oh, yeah. The Chinese 6 at 7.20 p.m. tomorrow. All right. And, and there's going to be a Q&A afterwards. And, guys, there's also, also the film is going to open... On Vine, on West Park 8, on Orange County. Oh, right, really? right. And that's the... So you guys know, it's West Park 8 yeah. on Friday the 23rd as well. Right. It's okay. also opening here. So, but tomorrow, but tomorrow night people can come and see the film at the Latino Film Festival yes, at the Chinese right. 6, uh, and you, you'll be and there to answer. And see you in your bikini, I and think. And see, well, hopefully. <laughs> oh, yeah, if it's sunny. I'll promise the q and is going to be in my bikini. <laughs> Well, right there, that's worth just showing up for that. So, uh, uh, again, I'll, I want to also uh, get to uh, the uh, the portrayals, the, the actresses. Uh, Catalina Saavedra is uh, just uh, really wonderful in this film. Where did you find her? Okay, Catalina, she's, uh, she's been around. She's a theater actress, and she's done some, like, small TV com- comedy roles. And uh, so when I was an adolescent, I knew about her. I would see her in soap operas being really funny and always extremely talented. But she's really like, she's always been a secondary kind of character in, in, in soap operas or like theater, uh, you know, in plays. But uh, I, I had the, the luck to work with her in my first film, and she had a secondary role, and I really liked her. I thought she was totally exceptional in terms of acting, and her talent was stunning. So I, I promised her that I was going to someday write something specially for her. And yes. when the, the the idea of making a film about mates came, um, I thought of her immediately, and uh, and I called her and I invited her to to be the main character, and she agreed. And, and that's how uh, we started working. She is Raquel, and she is the main character in the film. She is the maid. Did, uh, does she uh, bear any resemblance or have have any characteristics of of the maid you uh, was a living at your house? <laughs> well, yeah, uh, a little bit. She she acts in a, like she has these like manly, uh, uh-huh. uh, you know, like ways of moving a little. Yes, and uh, yeah, she's not a, she knows she's not really lively. Uh-huh. She's like a, a little awkward. Um, so yeah, she definitely 
had some resemble yeah. to the maid. Yeah. Well, not the hair though. Yeah. She will kill me. No, no. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I the thought the hair. The hair was my idea, and that's how like the the real maid hairs was when I was like 15 years old. So I wanted to use that. I, I would have said she, there was a there was a physicality to the way she approached this role that I thought was very much in. In uh, it was very true to a character who would be doing this for basically her entire adult life as, as a maid. She she certainly she was not adverse to, to to mixing it up, if you will. It seemed uh, which these run-ins that she had with new people coming into uh, into her life. The the motif of that was very funny. The one particular thing I don't want to give anything away about the. I don't yes, like giving do. away things about the film, but when people would walk out of the house, something would happen. And uh, I thought that well, was that she didn't like that yeah. she, if she didn't like them, yeah. They, they, they yeah, I thought that was a nice little uh, motif because each character, each new assistant maid, if that's the right way to put it, would uh, would had a completely different tact in the way that they tried to uh, get back in the house. <laughs> I thought that was yeah, really, really, I know. yeah, yeah, no, and every, every different maid also had a, had a different approach to sort of like bring Raquel out of her misery or try to like yeah. approach Raquel's heart. And that works like mm-hmm. almost like a fairy tale story, you know, because yeah. the, the first one is it gets really submissive and the second one is extremely uh, um, confrontational and the third one is just compassionate. So uh, yeah. Yeah. That, that kind of like a cycle, it's, it's, it's really basic and, and really kind of like, like a fairy tale. Structure, you know. Well, and then I want to introduce the 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 second uh, the the woman you just alluded to, and I'm it's uh, is it Manana uh, Loyola? Am I saying that correctly? What? Oh, Mariana. Mariana. What? Oh, Mariana Loyola. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I read that on the page. I my apologies. I read that completely wrong. Mariana. I'm sorry. Mariana Loyola. My bad. (laughs) No, it looked the R looked like an uh, the R I looked like an N. Where I was. I'm so sorry. You're saying. Yeah, I thought I was saying. I thought. Well, I want to say this correctly. My apologies. Pardon me. But but she was that scene in which she really embraces. uh, Raquel was just a terrific, uh, terrific moment in the film. I know that's a striking scene. It's really, uh, it's really touching. Yes. Did Did they uh, uh, get along? Uh, how did they get that kind of tension going? You know, between between Mariana and Catalina, and how, how did okay, they? Okay, don't sorry. mention this, but they don't get along at all. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, I mean, yeah, we're breaking like some news here on, on yeah, film school. They don't get along at all. <laughs> well, they they you, they are, then they're great actresses because they <laughs> yeah, they, they, they great really great actresses. Yeah, no, yeah. In the Sundance, it was crazy. They got into this crazy <laughs> fight, and I was in the middle. I know it. Yeah, oh, you know, actresses. Actresses, I'm going to make a film either with just men or robots. <laughs> <laughs> no more women. Oh, well, okay. Well, the, <laughs> well, I, then I have this great project that I want you to read, okay? Yeah, so yeah. I've got, okay, I've got, I've got to... Per- <laughs> <men> robot? <laughs> robot maids. It's, I've, been, I've, I've had this in my head for okay, a long yeah. time. <laughs> oh, um, now, but, uh, you know, as far as the cinematography go, and it goes, and how, the actual shooting of it, you worked with uh, Sergio Armstrong, is it? Yeah, Sergio, yeah, I worked with him in my first <laughs> film, too, and he also worked, uh, I don't know if you guys heard about this film called Tony Manero. Oh. Uh, it's a Chilean mm-hmm. film that was in Cannes, and it's been quite successful. He's a really, really good cinematographer, really humble guy. It started from the bottom uh, of yeah. the, the, you know, like the jobs you can get in, in filmmaking, and uh and I don't, I do not have an academic background, so the way that I approach uh, Sergio is 
for this film, for this film especially, was uh, I asked him the camera had to be as if a 14-year-old kid would like get a camera for Christmas. Yeah, and he would just like start shooting everything, you know. So I wanted the camera to be like just very spontaneous and rational. Oh, good. So no pretentious shooting, just like following the action wherever the action was taking place. So this was shot from your perspective, essentially, when you were 14? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. No, I, I it, the film was shot at my family house. That's my, that's my real family house. Oh, well, there you go. How sweet. How, how, it's, it, are, are they still there? Yeah. Yeah? They now, still live there, yeah. Oh. Now, is, uh, now I'm so, I'm so gun-shy about I, names I, now. Uh, Augustine I, Silva, is this a relationship to you? Sorry, say that again. Augustine uh, Silva, is Augustine. Lucas related to you? It's like, oh yeah, I'm afraid I'm more Camila than Lucas. It's embarrassing to say that, oh, but uh, okay, okay. Yeah, but Lucas, Lucas, he's my brother. The, the actor, he's my youngest brother. Okay, all right, okay. And yeah, if I'm someone in the film, I, I think I'll be more Camila. But yeah, I'm somewhere in between. Okay. Yeah. Now, uh, I, when because uh, Nathan just brought up the, the, the camera, the, the camera movement and the style and all, you, you were talking about it, because I had this Dogma 95 thing going on in my head when oh, I really? was watching yeah. Yeah, a, a bit of that. And I don't know if that's something that's influenced you or well, this um, just happened to evolve as yeah, part of Yeah, actually, I mean, like, I'm a big, big fan of Lars von Trier, yeah. and, uh, yeah. and I definitely followed the, the Dogma 95 um, movement when it started. Um, I would never like force myself to do something as dogma people does, you know. Like yeah, I, yeah. I would never force myself to do anything. Right. But uh, it definitely like I think it's uh, yeah. I'm, I'm influenced by Cassavetes yeah. way of like cinema verite and yeah. free filming. It's another movement. Like I'm really into that, and especially when you want to portray reality, I think that that kind of like style is the best one. You know, it's like the one that that feels more intimate and close. Uh, so, yeah, I was, I was, it was always in my mind to use a handheld camera and, yeah. uh, and just, like, very natural. I don't like when the camera moves too much. It just gets me dizzy, so I, I made sure that that didn't happen. Yeah. But, yeah, natural, I, I wanted to, to, to look, like, very realistic, so. My, my take on Dogma 95, and I, I think it's a great, place to it's a jumping off point it, it those films like celebration and breaking the waves and uh and the idiots yeah yeah the, those are great films to watch and say wow i can take something from that and i can really make it my own and and I, that's the value i Ron triers and the others who were dogmat here and so uh well they were kind of the sex pistols of film they were trying to strip it down to basics and and not yeah. not worry so much about uh, special effects of any sort. And it it was nice. It's a it's a cleansing, uh, I think, of of filmmaking at that point in time. That, that's what they served as, I believe. Yeah, no, I think you're right, and it also has to do with Les Monstres' craziness for <laughs> religion and law, you know. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And Dancer in the yeah. Dark is another one. Wow, I mean, those are they're very good films. But you're right. Anyway, get off on that. Well, well now, so you're you're going to be in L.A. for a few weeks, and I, I just got. How are you going to spend your time? Is there anything here? No, that... actually, I'm staying in, I'm here until just uh, uh, Friday morning. Okay. I got to flew. I got to fly back to New York because we're uh, really, we're opening the film on uh, Friday night oh. at the Angelica Film Center. So I got to be there, and uh, I'll probably be back to L.A. But in a few weeks. Okay, so it's Angelica Film Center. Where did you say you were going? In New York. Oh, in New York. Yeah. Excellent. Now, I, yeah. I'm just because you did well uh, with this film on this, the film circuit, the film festival circuit. Was that a good experience generally for you in the film? 
Yeah, no, it's been it's been amazing. I've been like I've been on the five continents these years. Can you imagine? So that's that's been wow. terrific. But it also uh, makes you waste a lot of time because it's fun. Yeah. It's fun, but you're like drinking a lot and <laughs> and going uh, going to parties and talking about your film over and over. But uh, and it's fun and everything. But it sort of like keeps you distant from working. You know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah but uh, but it's good. Like uh, it's ending. That's good, and I'm getting uh, involved in other film projects, which is uh, refreshing. Are you writing? Uh, yeah, I already wrote a film. It's called Second Child. Okay. And uh, we have some uh, money on the table, and we're waiting for the rest of it. But I think, yeah, I think we, we might be shooting in the States during uh, next, next April. Oh. Great. And, well, and are you, uh, is this going to be another uh, uh, family drama? Yeah. yeah, yeah, you got it right. Yeah. It's a family drama. Yeah, it's about a, uh, it's about Peter. He's a eight, uh, an eight-year-old uh, homosexual boy mm-hmm. who is not aware of his uh, sexual drive necessarily. Wow. Like he's not conscious, but he's uh, definitely homosexual. He has like feeling towards men and not women. So, and there is a little girl that has a crush on him. So everybody's putting pressure on him to like the girl, but he actually, actually is in love with this black caretaker uh, that works at this country side oh, house you know that'll, so, that'll be fascinating i'm, well, I'm looking forward yeah, to i know that. it's gonna yeah, yeah no, and it's, it's it's gonna be really fun uh i mean it's the emotional arc of the character is kind of similar to the one in the maid but uh the the whole atmosphere is is totally different this is okay. a country it's like an outdoor film hopefully like we're gonna shoot it in michigan or somewhere upstate new york and uh, it's there's a lot of like uh, forests and woods and beaches and rivers, foxes, greyhounds. So it's going to be a very outdoor um, film. Yes. Well, listen, I, 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 when you when you and I are working on our our, our robot made film, I can't wait <laughs> to hang out with you, have a few drinks. Uh, I've got a stunning one piece. You've got your bikini. Oh, I think. I think we're. I think we. I think we've got. So <laughs> we've, we've got a movie match, here. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a movie matchmaker. The film is. The film is. The Maid. It opens this Friday, October twenty third, at the Sunset Five in Los Angeles, and at the West Park Eight in Irvine. It's also an official selection of the two thousand and nine Los Angeles Latino Film Festival. You can see um, our guest, who we've been speaking with, Sebastian Silva, tomorrow night in uh, Los Angeles at the Chinese Theater. Uh, thanks so much for making this this wonderful film. We really appreciate what you've done here. Thank you guys for All right. thank you Sebastian guys for the nice words. Thank yes. you. Thank you very much. To learn more about Film School, listen to more interviews or subscribe to our podcast, visit our website at kuci.org/film. Film School.